Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are really uh, narrowing down to the heart of the message of Christ as he is, he's dealt with a difficult crowd. He's talking to Simon the Pharisee as they were uh, being critics, and really the professional critics of the day were the Pharisees, and they weren't receptive to a woman who came in and poured her heart out. She uh, washed his feet, and she began anointing his feet. Now we see the 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 heart of what Christ was offering. He's offering forgiveness of sins, and what a great gift it is. He frankly gave it so freely and graciously. Now we're seeing the receptivity as we jump into Luke chapter number eight. It says, and it came to pass afterwards that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. The 12 uh, disciples and apostles were with him and certain women, which had been healed. So now we're seeing trophies of grace. That's kind of what I call them, trophies of grace. As God is doing a magnificent work in their life, we see that his message is being received by many. Many of them were outcasts, and many of them were of different uh, walks of life, but we see that there was a receptivity. In verse number four, it says, and when much people were gathered together and were come unto him out of every city, he spoke a parable. So now Jesus is getting ready to teach something, and this is one of the most valuable lessons that we all can learn. It says, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it, and some fell upon rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and thorns sprang up with it and choked it, and other fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit an hundredfold. And when he said these things, he cried, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. It's like the climax of his message. He's seeing his his message uh, take root in the lives of people. He's delivering people and people are being forgiven and his ministry is is growing and he's being received by, by some people that the Pharisees, they didn't really care to associate with said people but it was faith that was saving people. And now Jesus is gathered around with many people and he's beginning to uh, get ready to teach something very important. Now a parable is a heavenly story, as some people say, with an earthly meaning. It's an illustration he's using. It's not a, per se, a true story in the sense of its uh, specific people that he's talking about, but he's using a specific illustration to teach a point. And the disciples were confused about the seed and the soil and and how uh, what he was talking about. Verse number nine, his disciples even asked him, what might this mean? What does this parable be? And he said in verse number 10, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables that 
seeing they might not see and hearing they might not understand. So they were taught for a specific reason so that the people that had spiritual discernment would understand. And now verse number 11, he reveals that now this parable is this. The seed is the word of God. And those by the way, by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. And we see this roadside, this hard soil is the soil of our hearts. He explains it clearly. And most of all, most of us should understand that when we ask God to understand something spiritually, he will illuminate it so that we understand it. Spiritual things can only be spiritually discerned. The natural man can't understand the things of God. And yet the disciples ask Jesus, he tells them, now this is what the parable is. The seed is the word of God. The soil essentially is our heart. And he says it, take it the way the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. The hard soil was in a place where there would be a lot of foot traffic, a lot of things going on. And the seed of the word of God would not find a place to plant. A lacking of the word of God is often in the, in the Old Testament, says break up the fallow ground. Our ability to be able to receive the word of God when our hearts are hard is not good. And so we need to be able to make sure that our hearts are, are receptive to the word of God. And we see that the word of God, when we have a hard heart, the devil comes and takes it out. In one ear and out the other is basically what he's saying here. Verse number 13, it says, they on the rock or the rocky soil. So we see the road soil where people were uh, traveling and they're beating the, the, the soil down. is very hard. The seeds can't get down and plant. Now we're seeing that rocky soil where they, are, uh, they hear the word. They receive the word with joy. And these have no root, which for a while believe, and in a time of temptation fall away. This rocky soil. And you can make the, the connection to uh, what he talked about in verses number five, six, seven, and eight. Um, both he's talking about, but now he's giving the explanation of what these soils are. The rocky soil is what we would call microwave Christianity. Someone who sprouts up really quickly. It's uh, the shallow soil because of the fact that it's rocky. The soil is easily warmed by the sun. And, and here the, the, the plant sprouts up really quickly, and we see this. And yet before long, the sun beats it away. The temptations, the time of temptations, they fall away. We live in a society where the microwave foods are, are almost a staple in households. You have the microwave pizza and the microwave chicken nuggets and the microwave hungry mans and the microwave stovers. We have all the, the, the microwave meals. You can have a meal in just a few short minutes. But here's the reality is that when we see this right here, we see that in the time of temptation, when the, 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 the Christian grows really fast and they have no deep roots, you know, the roots are, are things that nobody sees. And here we see the, the rocky soil, the seed in the rocky soil, it sprouts up really fast. It looks beautiful really fast. And wow, what a great fruit. And then the temptations come and it wilts. My friend, 
Do you have a solid root system? Do you have a hard heart like the last uh, hardened uh, rocky and, and roadside soil, those roadside beaten down, really, really hard soil? Are you in that, that Christian where you've sprouted up really fast, you've shown a lot of really good fruit, but yet you're fading away because of the difficulties of life? Verse number 14, and which fell among thorns are they, which when they have heard go forth and are choked out with the cares and riches and the pleasures of this life, and it says, and bring no fruit to perfection. And now we're seeing the soil that's ruined. And this ruined soil, it's ruined by thorns, the cares of this life. The seed goes down, and there's so much going on in that soil that now it's being choked out. My friend, what do you have going on in your life? Is life so busy that when you hear the word of God, you're thinking about this and that and everything else? When you have so much going on in life, there's never a time to actually hear the word of God and, and let it take deep root. And one of the practices that you should try to put into your life is that when you hear the word of God, you maybe take some points, maybe you make some mental notes and begin to meditate on that so that you can put, let the fruit actually come. And the thorns, as they choke it out, it kills the plant. And you you think about cares, and that's really just the the anxiety, the 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 worries of life. And as you begin to see the the worry we we see in our society that there is so much going on, anxiety uh, uh, disorders are are running rampant in our world today. And yet we are not casting all our cares upon him, understanding that he cares for us. And we are letting these, these cares, these, these thorns choke us out, the pleasures of this life. And guess what happens? No fruit comes because everything in this life is choking it out. You think about the cares of this world. My, my friend, one of the things that we can do is we can trust our lives with an almighty God. We can trust our lives with a sovereign God who's in control of all. And everything that he puts on our plate is to improve and help us become more like Christ. And he says right there in the time of temptation, yeah, those in the rocky soil, they, they, they fade away. They die. It's not that those in the thorny soil aren't growing, but everything else is sucking the nutri uh, nutrients away, and they're just choked out. The cares and riches of this life, we're letting jobs, we're letting uh, the worry of our life, we're letting everything just take away our focus, and so we bring forth no fruit. And verse number 15 is where we should live, and this is where we should really work to get. It says, but on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. In an American culture where we just, we just love getting stuff now. Oh, I, I have patience, but I want you to give me my patience right now. And honesty, we are honest with ourselves. We're not blinded like Simon the Pharisee. We're like the woman who's poured out our heart in our, our alabaster box. We're putting our feet uh, putting our, our tears on Jesus' feet, sitting there washing his, his feet, knowing that we're deeply sinful. 
We're letting the, the, the seed of the word of God get deep into our heart, which in an honest and good heart is what verse 15 says. Having heard the word and keep it so that you can grow in grace. That's the reason why we exist. Would you carefully consider where you land in these soils? What's the soil of your heart? As we go about today, could you take time to remember to have the good soil that we could bring forth good fruit and run with patience this race of faith? May you have a wonderful day. God bless. We look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the Word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.